Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Old School on a Monday. It's a little gray out. That's all right. We got nice, happy tummies. <laughs> Moose came in and laid it down. That is. Let's bring in the Husker Hall of Famer, Nick, Jay is, Foreman. Nick, is that necessary? Yeah. It was popping. Yeah. It was necessary. I got to make sure your whole your whole mug's in the camera there. I'm yeah. sure you do. Well, they need to be, They need to see you. They Give the people what they want. They complain when they can't see you. Yeah, I hear you. Well, yeah, like, wait a minute. Where's Jay Foreman at? What? We need the face. We need the face. How are you on a Monday? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I was a little disappointed. You know, my picks were, you know, stupendous, but just what my standard is just so high. I was, I'm really disappointed in the San Diego Superchargers. Or Los Angeles supercharged. The Rico. Oh, he's coming in steel fruit. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's coming in steel fruit. Okay. I, I'm um, not mad at you. I'm not even <laughs> mad at you because now I understand. Mars Blackman has entered the building. <laughs> but besides that, I'm good. I guess my picks were the equivalent. Uh, no, I wouldn't. They weren't that bad. But you you'd know, be on I, TV. Oh, I'd definitely be on TV. But the. Uh, you know the. The Husker four, game was just boot. It was just booty. Four four losses. It in was the booty. Pros. Four losses. You went twelve and four. And 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 I know, but see, my standard. I'm just. I don't. I mean, do I even need to continue to pick? Yes. No. Nah, th- nah, th- this this is just peer pressure. This is peer just, pressure. Peer pressure. I can't do any more free, <laughs> freebies, man. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. This knowledge is just. There ain't no more freebies. I can't. Well, do it well this is what we're gonna do. This is this is where we are. I can't do it, man. I just can't do it. I mean, three weeks in a row. I only know how many losses. Don't even matter. My victories are stupendous. I'm just more. You were sad good. and disappointed about the Husker game. You, that was you, just booty. You know what I'm saying, Nick? Okay, but I, I, try, I, I do, Jay. So this I, is the I thing. do. So let's mark this down. This is the first time Jay's coming on a Monday and talked about a Husker game on his own. Bef- yeah, we didn't need to. Like bring we it didn't. Up. <laughs> yeah. We didn't need to spark it. <laughs> we didn't have to. Normally, Jay's you like, already lit. Jay's like, I don't want to talk about I just didn't like. It. I just didn't like. It. I mean, it was just. What didn't you like about it? What? What? Specific- I don't like to lose. I don't like. I don't mean. I don't like seeing them lose. Right. So I don't never. I mean, I don't. You know, I just think that. He almost said it. He almost. He almost said it, didn't he? Said what? <laughs> I hate it when we lose. <laughs> yeah, but well, I think you know. I was just talking to. You me, know, me and DP angry, both looked at each other we're like, oh. Angry, angry Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so talking to Angry Jake back there, and he's talking about a bye week and all the other stuff. Like, a bye week does not mean you're going to win. You know, nobody gets just mad. I mean, yeah, you get a little rested and you can recharge, but it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're just going to be a new team um, and you is guaranteed victory. It's not like you're – like, if you were only supposed to win 50%, you know, if you played a, you know, a regular season – Without a bye week, then you're going to win 75 is like a foregone conclusion. You know, everybody, they got, 
Everybody has like medical staffs and nutritionists and all that other stuff to make sure people can be fresh for the game. So, no, ideally there should be some sort of advantage. But I don't really think it was a game plan thing. It's more an execution thing. Yeah, Urban Meyer used to say it all the time when he was in Utah. Well, they own scholarship too. Right. Yeah. And, but it was more. <laughs> it just comes down to execution. Um, you know, you go in at halftime up by three. Definitely, should, probably should have been up by ten. I think it was. You know, you can debate all day whether the pass should have been perfect or it should have been a little bit more effort for the catch. Either way, the play needed to be made. Yep. Um, yep. And then come out of halftime and, you know, just kind of just didn't do – I mean, obviously, you know, didn't do anything. And Purdue held the ball, I think, for almost 15 minutes or 16 minutes more than we did. So, you know, there's plenty of reasons why. But at the end of the day, you know, we just could have, you know, played a lot better. You know, the turnovers are huge. Turnovers for touchdowns are huge. Um and it's hard to win those type of games. But, you know, you'd like to think that you can play dominant enough to get the ball back and stuff like that. So, there's, I mean, it just was one of those things that didn't need to happen. Kind of like, would you, you know, one or two, you could always say one or two plays here and there, but you got to start making plays. You know, you got to be, uh, you know, you want, I mean, you got to be, you know, you can't, you know, it's got to be a time where you get, like, if you're doing, if I'm doing five things during the week as a player mm-hmm. and I'm playing a certain way, well, then I'm going to have to do twice as much, and maybe I need to mix up or do something different. Do, do you know, they you, know? You know, so, you know, they said baseball players, you know, they got they called slump busters, and they, all, you know, a bull dorm came in there, wore uh, garter belts or whatever. <laughs> what's up, man? We got company. Yeah, what's up? We got company. So, I got, I, 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 got, I, I got a big up front. I got my backer. I can just play safety and, and, and hold it down. I'm too old to do anything <laughs> right now. I'm, but that's, that's why it. Damien here. That's yeah. yeah, make him do all the work. Yeah, that's why D-Boogie yeah. here. You know, let him – look, man, he do all the – he just make us look good. That's the whole point. Right. That's the whole point. I know why D-Boogie came in here because he knew the salsa was in here. No. Oh. That's why. Nick you, told you are, are you a, to eat. Are you a salsa fan? I'm a pretty big salsa fan, yes, sir. Uh, you hear this, that, Nick? This is – You hear that crunch in your ear? <laughs> <laughs> we live and direct in here. You see how it gets down. You see how it gets down. No, no. This, this, this is some. It's for real over here. This is this okay. is nice. Made fresh, all natural. Uh, dude came in. Moose came in and hooked it up. Okay, okay. Hooked it up. Plus, you got like Joe Davis left you some vegetables. He left Derek Walker some vegetables. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a farm back there waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna feed you natural and keep it natural. Okay, okay. Uh, Sounds good. See, we got you covered. What you wearing today, man? Uh, it's November, aka Qvember. Okay. So yeah, you know I got to represent for the men of Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. Okay, <laughs> I just had to make sure you allow you to shout it out. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, all right. So how do you feel on a Monday? How do you feel, man? Uh, you know it's not not feeling good after a loss. Uh, but back to the drawing boards. Um, getting ready for Ohio, Ohio State, and uh, just got to get ready. Do you tap this dude on the shoulder from time to time and go, look, man, we got to talk? <laughs> like help me help me get get to where you are. Yes, sir. Yeah, all the time. Well, see, he did say all the time. Okay, I just want to point that out. <laughs> don't let Ed. See, he just said no, 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 no. He he, a little young buck. He don't under, he don't understand. <laughs> don't let them lead you down a rabbit hole. Man. <laughs> don't let this veteran over here lead you down a rabbit hole. D book, I heard like D book. No, 
The truth will set you free. No, <laughs> do not do that, man. See, and Jay is sitting back right here. here. Yeah, D Boogie, don't let him lead you down a rabbit hole. <laughs> he ain't say nothing, but he he tap you on the shoulder. That's right. that's how from you know up close, <laughs> just to make sure we get it. How's the limp? Talk to me. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Okay, you know, better. Yep, moving range, full range of motion is all the way back. So. And then what do you do on a Sunday after a game like that when you get a you get a tweak? Uh, you know, go get treated treatment, uh, you know, Epsom salt bath, cold bath, and uh yeah. Just You still got that Texas in you. <laughs> you still got like they've got all the plyometrics and all the stretching and all it's the still sodar, work, right? That's and all now, right. And yep. now he's like, No, no, uh Epsom salt and uh <laughs> 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 Oh, you tell me when he not feeling well, he get cod liver oil. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's that's how you're Big gonna do it. Yeah. Right. You know, it's old school. It's old school. That's how we get down. Uh Damian Daniels, Jay Foreman. Jay was saying things like if you're doing five things and you're not getting wins, then you gotta do ten things. Right? Is that is that understandable for the guys? Like to know, look, whatever we doing, we gotta do better and we gotta do it better now. Is that the conversation you guys are having? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, everything that we've been doing that we thought was working, we just got to do more. Yeah, everything we've been doing, is, it hasn't been working, and uh, that's the thing. We got to do more. Did, did you expect to, to, to get that much run Saturday? Because they thought they were going to throw the ball. They're going to throw the ball. Uh, you know, we prepare for anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, Coach Chance, Coach T, they do a good job of getting us prepared, and uh, we, was, we was prepared. Uh, we just, like, got to come out. With different result though, so you you said today at the presser that you know what I had a conversation and I just told him it wasn't good enough. Like we all, all the leadership got in. Was the leadership successful? Do you think the message landed? It, it, yes, sir. I feel like it landed. If it didn't, we gonna see. But uh, it showed today in practice the way everybody was moving around. You know, intensity, speed. You know, guys. Now you you can look at them and. Uh, in the past, we sold it in since we, we didn't we we didn't have a record that we wanted. You could tell that guys kind of sold it in. They just wanted to get the season over with. But like it, it, the vibe in the culture on the team is so much different now. Uh, yeah, it's just like you could just see it, the environment. Like you could walk in the doors and everybody's ready to work. Everybody tape ready. You know, uh, just hitting the ground running on a Monday, and it was a good Monday today. You said also that you don't pay attention. You have a faceless, nameless opponent. Right, that as you go through this thing, you guys have work to do. I've said on this show that there's there's no team that you guys have faced that could beat you without your help. Right? That look, they, like it, we're not talking about talent. We're not talking about it. We're talking about simply if you guys play at your highest level, then you're you, you can accomplish everything you want. I'll ask you this: It is Ohio State. Does that matter? It don't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, we just go in there. We, we, we leave it all out on the field every day. Every day, every Saturday, we leave it all out on the field. And um, it don't matter if we was playing Ohio State, Alabama, or, you know, the, the smallest team in the world. We prepare like they're the best. So, Jay, let me ask you about this young man. All right? Could you play behind him? Yeah, I like the way he plays. So, yeah, he's he's, he's – uh... You know, I'm not. You know, I don't. I'm. I wouldn't say it 
just to say it because he's here. But I, I like him, man. I like he's a, he's a good kid. Um, I think one of the best things happened, and I wasn't even around then, is when his, you know your older brother was there. I think it really took him to like another level. I saw it last year, and I think the payoff was I think we, um, you know, when he played Iowa last year, I think he really kind of really realized that he could be pretty good. And then when I started coming around, you know, in the spring or whatever winter, um, things just took off. So yeah, definitely could could play. I mean, like I said, I would say, I would say like the best. You know, this is not talking about the older guys, but I think the the amount of good leaders and stuff that they've kind of brought in and built are like a lot of the younger guys. So that's why I feel comfortable where this thing could go or where they're going is because you can see, you know, you know, you know, one, two, not just one or two, right? Nebraska's problem before even Scott and those guys got here is always, <clears throat> I felt like they always were dependent on one or two players on offense, one or two players on defense. Bo did a phenomenal job, and then that was kind of like always treading over, right? You went from um, Rex, and then you had Roy, Hillu, and those guys before, then Rex, then Amir, right? So you go like three, you know, pretty much NFL, well, no, pretty much NFL caliber backs, and you can lean on them, you know, for leadership, quasi-leadership. And then that's how you, you know, parlay that into like nine wins. And on defense, you know, you had whether it's Jared Crick, Randy Gregory, the host of defensive backs. So you can kind of like, you know, uh, smoke, and, smoke and mirrors type of stuff. But in order to build a sustainable program, you got to have like true leadership that wants to be there, not the guys that want to be on TV. And, and uh, well, I guess in this case, what is it? Social media or whatever. And he's one of them. You know, he understands. What you know, he's here for the right reasons. You know, wants to be here, wants to be good, wants to do better, is doing better. You know what I'm saying? So I always tell people, like, you can tell me whatever you want, as long as your actions aren't speaking louder than what you're doing. So one thing about him is his actions are out outweighing his words in a good way. Is know? that the definition of leadership? In a lot of, I mean, sometimes you got leaders that are actionary, I guess, that are quiet and just kind of, you know, they. You know, your hardest workers and stuff like that. Some guys are the guys that got to push you both, you know, like mentally or physically. But ultimately, it's it's not just being a leader. It's being a good teammate before you can be a leader. That's the number one. Being a good teammate, which he is, is you're accountable. You know, you're doing it for the right reason. Because, I mean, he, look, I, we played on teams and we're older, right? So, you know, you know, I know guys that I played with, you know, especially at the next level that you knew, they, you know, they weren't truly invested. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, you 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 know you got to go and play with them. You can't mm. pick. It's like family. You can't. You know, it's right. You got a big family, right? You yep. can't. You can't pick. You can't pick your family before you yep. come on yep. on Earth. You got to learn how to like be at Thanksgiving and break bread, right? Yep. And in football, unfortunately, you breaking bread. Not unfortunately, but fortunately, you're doing it a high percentage of the time without playing a game. So you're preparing Thanksgiving meals. If we're doing keeping on this analogy for months and years on time, you know, whereas like basketball. You know, if you have a bad game on a Tuesday, you might be playing on a Saturday. You know, there's always you can kind of there's always that next game. Football, it's it's twelve bangers and that's it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You work eleven or not eleven months. You work eight months, right, for twelve games. You know that's why I say for football. You know, you gotta love football because you're doing a lot more practicing and preparing and not playing. For for you, is is practice work or is it? expertise practice it works uh sure. everything i do in the game that helps me make plays and everything coach t does a good job with us 
about uh you know block recognition and reaction uh how to defeat blocks double teams and uh single blocks shedding blocks uh your coach he does a good job man everything that we work on in practice it always carries over to the game what did, what did he say to you saturday what is he saying to you during the game? Is this is he is he a teacher during the game? Is he a reactor? Is he a mentor? What is he doing during games on Saturday? Coach T, he all of the above. Uh, Coach T, uh, you know he just getting us hype. We bring we bringing our juice, but Coach T just making sure that juice stay there. He making sure that we we upholding the standard. And uh, you know, like I said before, Coach T, he sees things that we don't see, and uh, he just relay the message to us, and we go out there. And when he pointed out, that's when we really start seeing stuff. And uh, yeah, Coach T, he's pretty much all the above, really. Jay, you're you're playing behind a, a D bookie, right? Yeah. And if things are going well, you're communicating. Right. And yeah. if things aren't going well, you're communicating more, right? Yeah. At least that should be. Right. How does that work? How are you getting him his message, whether it's in plays? Once you get to the sideline, is yeah. it as it's live? When do you communicate to the bigs up they, front? They do a good job. I mean, they, you know, one thing that when I came around, I, I, one of the things I always said to the linebackers, just because, you now they do stuff different because you got to everybody. They got they have a harder job because they actually got to know the calls a little bit more than say like when I played, because teams are always they might not be snapping the ball, but they're they're at the line of scrimmage so much, so they can't just they're not solely. I'm not in his like in his vision, or they're behind him now, mm -hmm. right? So the communication is actually a partnership now because they they have to know the calls, you know, for most of the time. So like when I played, that's the way it's different, you know, a lot different. Now we played against team that ran up tempo, and sometimes that you know you'd have to be there, and then everybody the D line stand real close, and then we disperse, and they're looking forward. Uh, so yeah, the communication. I mean, they got it. They do a good job of that, you know. And that was one of, when I started coming around. I was like, man, one of the best things you guys could do, talking to a couple of players, is the the best defenses are the ones that are loudest, you know, chatty. Um, the only complaint I got about D Boogie since he's a Q and it's supposed to be Q Vember, <laughs> I always told him like when you get it out there in the first play and the and the place is rocking, hit it, exactly, <laughs> hit it, hit it, hit it. Let them know you in there and start barking. You know what I'm saying? Hit it. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to do it because yeah. it would be disrespectful. Right. But that's what. Hit it up. That's, that's respect. Let them know where you at. Okay. Right? Hold, yep, on. Yep. We got, hold on. We got to slow down. Uh, we have to explain this to oh, Nick. Oh, to Nick. Oh, yeah. We have to yeah. explain yeah. this we to Nick. See, Nick, this is. This is part of your Ebonics course, okay? See, so to be we a know, part of the brotherhood. You've been deprived uh, over there at uh, Pius Tenth, right? <laughs> Pius Tenth. So when you see those colors that he has on his jacket, yeah. See those; those are the men on any campus. Those like, and they will tell you loudly and often that they <laughs> yeah. are the men. Yeah, they they let you. You will know they're coming if. Uh, the student union is where they used to, they used to have some parties, right? When I was there, I don't know if you guys would do it. So, um, and so the Kappas would always come, and you know, most of the time, and they would be doing their dances, you know, doing their thing with the cane and all that, right? And I'll never forget. There must have been some dude, some brothers online for the cues, and they just came Snatch and just took em. over the place. <laughs> and you heard them coming all the way down the hallway, right? And then they came in there and then did their thing. So, yeah, Nick, when you, if you're ever on the student <laughs> union and you see D Boogie out there and they got somebody <laughs> online, you know, he's going to, you know, he's going to have some 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 gold bo gold boots, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have some gold boots. 
you know. Did you go through? Did you go on? Like, do you go online all the way, or did you get the the athlete courtesy? Yeah, see, this is what I want to know. Yeah, what, what, you, what you mean? What you see, mean? See, oh, you you did, a, did you see, do the Shaquille O'Neal see, where you paid your dues and he didn't right, go online? Right. You know, Shaq went on. Shaq's a Q. Omega Sapphire is a non-hazing organization. No, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the hazing. Look, 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 look. See, see that's see, leadership. See, that's leadership. Hey, hey, listen here. That is leadership. That is leadership. Not to go down the rabbit hole. So now you know when he started asking them leading questions, especially about your your mentor and you're the mentee. Hey, here's another. You say, hey, I don't know what the hell you talking about, right? So, so this is like first forty-eight, man. You gotta understand. If you hear barking loudly, yeah, Nick. Hey, and it's 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 them. Yeah, (laughs) like you ain't gotta look to see who it is. We, them were playing, we were playing we were playing atomic dog that day yeah and nick <laughs> barked but he put his head up like he was a dog getting some kibbles and bits yeah, he, so yipped. He, he, yeah, yipped. he yipped he yipped he yipped that, that's true nick no, no. oh yeah you did. <laughs> oh, he yipped it's the he only yipped. time that he didn't record a drop or a dump or whatever it's right. called because he records everything i say and plays <laughs> it back right yeah but then he kept himself off of there it you know? it, it was it was more of a terrier Barking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, D Boogie. No base honest, at all. I always wondered. So say like, actually, uh, one of my friends in Chicago. I think that he uh, he's a Q, mm. but he went online at like our age. That Nick is, Nick Q's. Um, oh man, is, is that is that possible? That's them. Uh, your age? Yeah, he's. I mean, he might be a little bit younger, but he uh-huh. yeah, he he did. It's it. possible. Yeah, it's possible. No, you went through. You went so you you didn't you weren't hazed, but you but you, but you know my bones is older, man. I can't be yeah, you know, yeah. but you know, I could take that. I could take the Brandon easy, but the you know, <laughs> you know, as long as you can do whatever, just don't hit the just don't hit this mug right here. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. Okay, so I when he first came in, I asked him if he could dance, and it was a trick question because I know like you can't step. If you can't step, you can't get on. <laughs> yeah. Don't care how many tackles you make on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't step, you can't get on. <laughs> so I'll ask you again: <laughs> Can you go? Yup. <laughs> yup. You know I can. <laughs> Straight from Dallas. Straight yeah. from Dallas, yeah. Texas. <laughs> uh, yeah, he can't even help it. He can't even help it. Yup. I, I may have to. We we might have to. See if Nick can get his his bark on. No, no. Nah, Nick ain't Nick, got it Nick in. Nick chilling. Yeah, <laughs> back here chilling. Yeah, you know he's just happy that you're not putting hands on him this week. <laughs> like yeah, all of that, uh, David. If you would for the texters that are, as they said, for the uninformed, what is a Q? Um, Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, it's a Divine Nine fraternity. Um. It was charted, uh, we started up back in uh, 1911, November 17th, uh, at Howard University, Science Hall, it's known as Third Killed Hall, and uh, four brothers, they had got together, and uh, we wanted to form a brotherhood, and we we expanded, and we worldwide now. Worldwide. Going online, explain going online to them. Going online? Yeah, well, you know, you gotta get online. You gotta go through. They not just they not just handing out uh, uh those colors and those and that brand. That's not how that works. Oh uh, yeah. Um 
The yeah. best of the best is fair. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all it is. <laughs> is, there, is there any other cues on the team? Uh, nah. It will, at one point we had six wow. of them. And they all gone. Uh, yeah, like is, it was, your bro- is your brother a cue? Yep. Okay. Is my brother? Uh, I had two LBs on the team. Uh, Pernell Jefferson, Tony mm. Butler. Then uh, we had uh, Kyra, uh, Kyra Williams. Yeah. Um. T. Furt. So there, you're telling me there's no other cues on the team. Are there any other frats on the team? Uh, just me. That just tells me so much. I'll behave myself. Caleb Tanner that tells me. Frat, though. Well, yeah. Caleb, yeah, he started his own. Like him, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, him yeah, and Feldarius got their own. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. just out there yelling. <laughs> they just <laughs> like they just they out there the, yelling. The pretty boy flat, frat. That okay, man. and in order to so their their step shows it's really competitive, especially on HBCU historically mm-hmm. black colleges and universities. For folks that don't know, um, and it's really competitive, but it is the greatest network of men that I've ever seen and yes, been around. So again, those colors are representative. It is a statement of greatness, higher standard, higher elevation, and higher work. So that tells me more. You 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 are indeed a captain. That tells me everything <laughs> that we need to know. I appreciate it. Oh, that's good. Okay, so we're going to throw it to break. Come back. I need to get him his vegetables okay. and <laughs> his stuff, and we'll come back more old school after the break. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 